It's December 18th, 2020. Today we'll be talking about long COVID symptoms. Welcome to Dr. Vaughn's COVID-19 Updates, the podcast updates you daily on the pandemic. Before jumping into the topic of the long COVID symptoms, I wanted to give a little update on some numbers. The U.S. reported 3,435 deaths yesterday. That's the highest single day total to date. And we have been averaging here over the last week 2,500 deaths per day. It does seem to be increasing uh, nationally at this point. And at this rate, we will have had one death for every 1,000 people in the country uh, by the end of the year, or a uh, death rate of 0.1% for the total population. So this, before I get to um, the symptoms of long COVID, we are right now waiting for the FDA to make its decision regarding, or the, yeah, the FDA to make its decision regarding a uh, an authorization for the use of the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine. Yesterday, there was a meeting of the Verb Pack, which gave a 20 to one vote for, or 20 to zero with one abstention vote for approving the vaccine for people 18 years of age and older. You might remember that the previous vaccine vote last week for the Pfizer product didn't get that good of a vote. It was 16 to four with an abstention. I believe that's what it was, or somewhere in that range. And then the reason for the abstentions or for the uh, no votes had to do with extending the recommendation down to 16 years of age. Well, they didn't even bother trying that with the recommendation on the Moderna product. They, they just kept it at 18 years of age. And good news on the Moderna product, it also has, well, it has a couple of things. One is a pretty good efficacy for people over the age of 65, somewhere around 84 to 86%, uh, whereas we don't necessarily have those numbers for the Pfizer product. And it doesn't require the cold chain that is required for the Pfizer product. So it has to be kept close to freezing, but not freezing temperature. That's very good because offices like ours could actually store this uh, Moderna vaccine. Okay. Long COVID. What is long COVID? Well, there are people who have symptoms with COVID-19 that just continue. It's like it keeps going and going. And so they have this four to 12 week uh, duration that's been defined by a body in the in uh, the UK, and they call it long COVID. And there can be all sorts of symptoms going on, in addition to the regular ones that we think of. And even beyond 12 weeks, people can continue to have effects from it that they're, they're labeling post-COVID syndrome. So some of these symptoms that, uh, or, or actual conditions, I'll list them here. Myocarditis or pericarditis, which is inflammation of the heart muscle itself or the uh, sac around the heart. Microvascular angina, that would be chest pain uh, like a person would have with a heart attack because of small vessels having disease in the heart itself. Cardiac arrhythmias, including atrial flutter and atrial fibrillation. These are bad heart rhythms that can lead to problems, even can lead to stroke. Dysautonomia, including postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome. This is where the nervous system that is running the body is malfunctioning, including having you not able to keep your blood pressure enough so that you don't get lightheaded when you stand up. 
Um, and you can have a fast heart rate as a part of that. Mast cell activation syndrome. This is where your body's system that responds to invaders is activated inappropriately. Interstitial lung disease, a very serious chronic lung disease that there's not a lot of treatment for. Thromboembolic disease, uh, including pulmonary emboli or cerebral vein, venous thrombosis. These are essentially strokes in the brain or blood clots in the lung. Myelopathy, neuropathy, and neurocognitive disorders. This is, includes a whole variety of problems with muscles, nerves, uh, and even cognition where the nervous system and muscles are not working properly. Renal impairment, that would be your kidneys. New onset diabetes and thyroiditis. Uh, thyroiditis being a condition of the thyroid where your thyroid levels can be very, very high for a while and then very low afterwards. Hepatitis and abnormal liver enzymes. This would not be the same as a viral hepatitis, but as far as your liver cells are concerned, it might as well be because your liver may malfunction in that situation. New onset allergies and anaphylaxis. Anaphylaxis being in a life-threatening type of allergic reaction we've heard in the news lately. And dysphonia, or a problem where the vocal cords don't work properly and uh, you make abnormal sounds instead of normal vocalizations when you're trying to speak or, or make sounds with your voice. That's a long list. So a lot of these things, uh, there's very little data on some of them and they need to be worked out. We do know that this virus does do bad things to the body and can have long effects. They're, they're trying to, through bodies like this uh, NICE, uh, is the name of NICE in the UK, they're trying to come up with some way of officially recognizing what are and maybe are not parts of long COVID or post COVID. And it's experienced by quite a number of people. It's, it's almost 10% of people who are still having symptoms this long after having had COVID initially. And that's a lot of people given how many people are getting it who are affected and may not be able to go back to work. So when I said 10% uh, this long, that, that's 9.9% people remaining symptomatic even after 12 weeks. So we, we know that death is a bad thing and we know what the numbers are for death. And we see a lot of people getting better from COVID and that's great and that's wonderful. And I wanna celebrate that, the people who do get better. But we also need to recognize the nearly 10% of people who are still, if not out for 12 weeks, uh, having significant symptoms that far out. There is reason for us to continue uh, with encouragement for getting a vaccine and wearing masks and socially distancing for a while still. That's it for today. Please do tell your friends who are interested in COVID-19 pandemic updates to subscribe to this podcast. That would really be appreciated. Until next time, Dr. Mark Vaughn telling you to stay in good health.